somebody has an interesting question, it would yeah, be really yeah. nice. <laughs> of course I'm the boss, of course I'm the manager, but uh, at 3 o'clock my influence in the game is, is nothing. A coach is uh, somebody who should uh, see a lot of things. I think the most important things are your eyes in coaching. Robin. Hi. Welcome inside the coach's room. Thanks for having me. Good to have you. You uh, drove especially for us to the club because there was a child party going on at your house. So you're actually yeah. in a coach's room. I'm in the, the coach's room of the U21s of Anderlecht. Yes. Okay. So you, you have your own specific room of the U21s. It's an, it's an office specifically for your staff and you. Yeah, um, it's especially for the staff. Um, sometimes we have some player conversations over here. Yeah. Uh, normally, like like twelve to fourteen hours a day. This is my <laughs> our office to 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 work. Yeah. Yeah, and and you well, I counted on the website. You have thirteen uh, staff that surround your team. They're not always all the time there. I can imagine. But your assistants um, probably, and uh, they are have their main desk there as well. I can imagine. Yeah, the goalkeeping coach uh, Frank Books. He's one of the the players who played in the Champions team for of Anderlecht. So okay. yep. he's a well-known goalkeeper. Yeah. And uh, René Peters, he's the assistant coach uh, in Belgium. They say it's a T two tier two. Okay. Um, you are T one, and he is T two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yes. Um, and. Um, He's, he's, he's in the academy for several years. Um, was in the academy, the coach of Vincent Company, Lukaku. Yeah. He worked with all the, the players who are having a great career right now or ended their career. And uh, now he's assisting me. So I, I have a lot of... Um, uh, he, has, he has a lot of knowledge and I can use his knowledge in the club because he knows the Belgian football, but he yeah. also knows the culture of the club and uh, um, he knows every everything in the youth academy. So... Uh, He's a great addition to the stuff. Yeah, so he he's kind of your, oh, you could also your your guidance and your mentor in the club. You're relatively new, so he knows what yeah. is purple and white, and you you so you can focus on 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 coaching the team. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so now I'm in for six months. So of course, most of, of the course, things you, I know, of course you learn. Yeah. The, the guidance he gave me in the in the first couple of months, it, it was really great in in knowing the club. Uh, knowing the philosophy, knowing um, even though there are a lot of doors, you don't know what's behind the door. Yeah, and he yeah, knows yeah. what's behind the door. So should I step in or should you wait? Or he knows when 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 you can uh, can enter the the other rooms and 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 yeah, get to know everybody in here. Very important. We, we had a, a podcast. Well, actually, the previous one that at FC Copenhagen they made. Um, uh, let's say experienced players, they coupled them with young players that came into the first team. So you had like your mentor as a player and you kind of have had that in your first phase as a coach with your assistant. Yeah. Um, I think in, in uh, and when you look at the players, I look more like, I see it as a, as a buddy. Yeah. You're, you have the buddy system and here it's like, like, yeah, the, the guidance. Yeah. Great. Okay. What, what is, what is essential in your coach's room? I see a, a scheduling board behind you but what is yeah. what is the most important item in your coach's room um the tactic board okay it's all scratched because we use magnets all the time and uh every player has his own label so yeah. we can 
put in the lineups, but also every session we we make a drawing of um, of the sessions. I'm looking at it now. Uh, of the sessions, we fill in the names, and um, so the tactic board is the. I think it's the most important thing in here, um, especially for me uh, to visualize the opponents, uh, visualizing yeah. the training session. So when we go outside, uh, we know what to do. Um, so we also, we prepare the sessions. We will also put in the tasks for the coaches. So Rene is with the final four. I'm with the uh, opponent, uh, like the pressing first three. Um, so we all combine our roles and also the goalkeeping coach is like, Hey, where do I add the goalkeepers? Uh, yeah. What are you going to do? So what I'm going to do with the goalkeepers. Um, so yeah, this, this, it's a plan board, but also a tactical board. Yeah. And how does it look like in the morning when you, uh, maybe you divide a task on who prepares what, and then you, you all send it, sit or stand in front of the board before the session starts, maybe for example, eight 30, you yeah. run through the session. Okay. This is what's important. Is, is that kind of how it goes? Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of lunatic. Um, <laughs> we use a collaboration file. In, okay. in a, a collaboration keynote and um, we have a weekly plan. So um, the start of the session and we set um, the emphasis of the session we get in. Yeah. So the emphasis is like it's a load session. So my physical coach has a bigger role. Uh, so first we go to the gym. and So every session has its own um, emphasis. Um, so we put in, 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 we put it in the collaboration file and everybody Where, where they are in the car or no, you, you can't look at it in the car, but well, at home or uh, <laughs> at the office. We um, all know that sometimes we look at things the in the car. To, to see what's going on. Yeah. Um, what we plan. And um, in a normal day, uh, I bring the kids to school at eight o'clock. Yeah. 8.50, I'm in the office. And then what's on the collaboration file, I will put on the tactic board. So, so this is what we're going to do today. Uh, this is what the individuals are going to do. So because it's not only the team session, but also after the team session, we go for individuals or yeah. before the team session, we have pre-activation or a gym session. Um, so every, everything is on the, on the tactic board in a, in a daily way. In a weekly way, we use the collaboration file to uh, plan, but also um yeah review and debrief everything yeah okay interesting and it's the big advantage that it's digital so it's almost automatically archived you, yeah. you maybe fill in your evaluation points afterwards uh, so you kind of are building your portfolio as you go yeah it, it's 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 like um a workflow we created um with everybody's task but also uh, trying to get in the videos. Um, we're using sports code. Um, yeah. I'm now having the, the sports code studios so okay. I can put my own drawings in it and, uh, yeah, cool. uh, to get the training sessions transformed to the, to game, uh, to the game plan. Um, yeah, we also use the collaboration file to yep, see like we always, always play on a Monday. So that's the match day. So we're always in match day minus one, match day minus two, match day minus three, match day minus four. And that's always the load towards the game, um, how we prepare the games. And um, so we also prepare the load of the sessions. So normally match day minus three is a load session yeah. because they have two days to recover before the game. Um, and also it depends on which player train with the first team and the, the schedule of the first team to be available for the first team. Um, so 
we make a weekly schedule, but also on a daily basis, we need to communicate about the, uh, about the player load because yeah, Vincent needs some other players. We, uh, yeah. and, and that's why the collaboration falls easy. So when there is an adjustment, everybody can, can make the adjustment. So even yeah. the, the physiotherapist can make an adjustment. The, the physical coach can make his adjustment about the, the, the load of the session. So everybody is involved. Okay. Is it is it something you started when you moved to Anderlecht or was this digital way already the kind of way you started working at Ajax? Yeah, the digital way was at Ajax, uh, but it was not a collaboration file. It was more like uh, my portfolio where I put in the, the match meetings, where I put in the training sessions, what we do. It's more like what you le learn on the uh, UEFA A license uh, to make your your plan, what you're going to yep. do, what did you do to get it in a review. Uh, and that's what I created at Ajax for myself to, to make a plan and what do I wish to train. Um, but here it's a little bit harder because sometimes you got seven players, sometimes you got 22 players. So it's a little bit harder, but uh, because you, you, you plan, you, you can be flexible. Yeah. You still know what you want to train. Even though you got seven players, you still can get the emphasis you want. So the structure you created creates the freedom to work with different circumstances, different players, because you already did half of the thinking uh, almost. Yeah. Yeah. And normally the day before I prepare the sessions, uh, but you know, someone gets sick or someone gets injured or, or you never know. Um, uh, you have, you have, to, especially as a U21 coach, you have to be flexible towards the first team. Um, so also for creating sessions, Yeah, normally, some, sometimes one hour before we have to change everything. Yeah. Uh, but when you know you, what you want to train, uh, you, can, you can change and or you have addition of two players or you miss four players. And um, yeah, that's why we, we, we already know what to do and um, we can have a review of the, the collaboration file. Yeah, interesting. Interesting way of how, how to put this together because actually this is pretty doable for everybody that works with the staff because... It's it, yeah. it 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 sounds fancy, but everybody can make a Google Drive or uh, a small file where you can cooperate or put down your sessions. Um, yeah, especially when you look at uh, the coronavirus period, uh, everybody was in Microsoft Teams or yeah. uh, I'm using uh, my MacBook for the the keynotes, uh, and I, because the keynote is easy online, uh, I think PowerPoint is a little bit harder to use for me. Uh, I I got not 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 that much experience with PowerPoint because I always was on my MacBook. Yeah. Um, but the experience with the MacBook keynote is, is so good that we create an environment with the, um, the player availability, but also with the session planning. So uh, everything is in the, in the, in the cloud. Yeah. Great. I uh, used to do it in Excel, actually make my session because I could move around players and everybody knew, yeah. okay, if a player is on position two, He will be right back because we don't knew the system and even if that's kind of how me and my staff knew what we were doing and then i make the drawings on a board and then we talked about it was a little bit less a little bit mm -hmm. less time available comparing to your situation but we tried to to find the digital way already and the good part is that all my sessions were archived because you just open up a new file and yeah you, you can look back at it but is yeah. that something that you do that so okay you you work out the session You evaluate, maybe you make some comments, and when do you take time to evaluate? Maybe a week or a month or or, or a period or maybe a session? Is that something mm -hmm. that you do often or 
how, how does it work for you? No, normally it's when we when we um, come off the pitch uh, with me and the assistants. We 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 step off the pitch and we say, hey, that worked out. That does didn't work out. So we got to change the size of the pitch, or we we have to change the rules. Or it's like it's. Most of the time, it's only it will take two or three minutes walking down the pitch to the locker room, and uh, we know what the ch- what we're going to change. And I'm a, very honest; I don't put things down on some paper. Okay, uh, it's all in, I I I think I can hold it in my mind. It's yeah. not. I think <laughs> <laughs> I got to put it down on paper or in the collaboration file. Um, but getting in the new situation, I'm, I'm not getting in the same mistakes again. So no. uh, this the experience we take off from the. The session we have to adjust, we take to the new session and uh, especially with the coaching stuff because we have the collaboration file, we get in the, se- the sessions. Um, yeah, they always say, hey, a lot, you know, last week um, we have to think about this one. So uh, yeah. it's also about experience, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Uh, when you look at the first team, they, they got numbers, you know, it's 24 plus four goalkeepers. Um, we got 22 sometimes, we got seven sometimes. And so every time... Um, the spaces are different. Uh, the emphasis is different. So it, it's also it's that's why the um, the structure of the first team is always twenty four plus four. So yeah. they know what to adjust. Yeah. But for us to adjust is a little bit different because the numbers changed. And in a three feet three width four, you play in a different uh, area. Then you're gonna play six feet six width four. Yeah. Um, so. And, and still, you gotta look at the at the the emphasis of the training. Um, but what we're looking at is is the um, the way we want to play. Is there a success or is there no success? And uh, I think that's the most important thing for us in 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 having seven or twenty two. Uh, does it work? No, no. And it's part of the job when you are U twenty one coach. You are always. Yeah, you always have a bigger goal above you. Let's call it like that. That you have to serve. Uh, and then adjust to your own goal as well along the way. So it could yeah, it could change any time. Yeah, it could change twice a day. Yeah. 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 So I, like the morning session, we were like with, with 14. And in the afternoon, we have a session. We got injuries or the first team picking up players or uh, maybe bad behavior on school so they can't come. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So we have to. We 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 all the time. We have to be be ready to change the session, uh, but still stay in the same uh, in the same goals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I understand. What is the uh, what is the biggest thing? Well, you've been there six months. You've been in a new team. You've been in an age group that you that you didn't work before. If I say it correctly, you kind of moved up the age groups. Throughout your career, so the fame was U12, U13s, U15, yeah. U16 at Ajax, and now you're U21. So, not not only a new club, but also a new age group. Yeah. If you look back at it, and let's start at the, this last step, what is the main thing that you learned throughout these last six months? Um, it's it's managing the stuff. So, um, using the collaboration file in managing the stuff. Um, and what do you expect from your staff, giving them their tasks, um, but also giving them the trust uh, that they can go. Yeah. Uh, because are you, are you a control pitch. freak? Yeah, on the okay. pitch I'm a control so freak. Yeah. That's interesting. I want to do it by myself because yeah. it's in my head and because of the collaboration file, everybody knows. So yeah. 
when they go, they go, and it's their responsibility. But I'm still in a helicopter view, looking yeah, yeah, if yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I agree or I disagree. But yeah, I'm the head coach. I'm responsible, so I always can step in. But I want them to feel to them to feel free in what they are as a coach. So their own character as a coach, their own philosophy as a coach, uh, in how they want to interact with the players, how they. Uh, and also speak the language eh? because sometimes they explain in French, sometimes in English, sometimes it's in Dutch. Um, yeah, and I need I need to control that, and that's the big difference in uh, in the in the system. Especially when you look back back at the start of my career at Heerenveen, um, I was like the physical coach, technical coach, tactical coach, video analyzing, and also almost a team manager. Yeah. There was. There was the one thing I had to do at my own, yeah, yeah. Uh, and now you got all the specialists around your team. So sometimes, and it's it's not in my character, but you have to step back, arms on your on your back, and only use the whistle to start and end. And my specialists are in in their job, and and uh, the players need to listen to them, and I need to observe. And yeah. that's something I really learned in the past six months, and especially. We play on a Monday, so they're not selected. They play in the after, they train in the afternoon with uh, with the staff, while I'm preparing the session meeting or the the, the game meeting. Um, but I always try to look at the at the session, and even though then I want to step in, but it's not my role at that moment. I, I'm I'm their session is for the players, and I'm coming in for like one or, or two minutes, and even though if I see something. Discuss afterwards, and is that think, is that your biggest challenge? The letting go of these things and accepting that they are doing the best job they can, and that's yeah. up to them. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, it's the control freak. <laughs> yeah, the control freak. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Okay, so that's that's learning to manage the staff. Um, did did you did you do something because? Uh, we, you have to get to know each other as well. Did you do anything special or to get to know each other or to, yeah. to, to, to maybe you give the freedom straight away to see what's happening or you gave them step-by-step step a little bit more for how, how, how did that go for you? How did you, how did um, you approach that? Yeah. First of all, I started with the first team. So the first six weeks I was in preseason with the first team. Yeah. So I was like one of the assistants of, uh, Finson. Yeah. Um, Seeing the culture, look at the way they train. So the relationship, the relation between the training session of the first team and the relationship between the session of the U21s is yeah. quite the same because when you want to make a step up to the first team, uh, you got to know the principles, you got to know the intensity of play, you got to know the solutions. Um, so that's, that were my first six weeks. So when my staff came in, I already started up for six weeks. So I, pretty knew everybody in the club, uh, especially around the first team and the, also the players. Um, and when we came in, in the first week, we had three sessions. Um, so like normal sessions about how we wanted to train, the build-up of the sessions, uh, the emphasis of the sessions were normal. And then we went for three days to Dubuy. And Dubuy is in the in the Ardennes. Okay. And it's it's like it was just before the the float. So oh no, just after the float. So okay, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just, was it? Yeah, they were just building up the the environment over there. Yeah, yeah. But um, we went there for an uh, how did you adventure park? So okay. climbing, mountain biking, uh, all kind of stuff with uh, 
but we built it in teams. So we made four teams um, and every team had one coach. So one of the coaching staff was also a, a member of the team. So they were not yeah. the, the boss, but they were a member of the team. Um, and we made a competition all over the two days uh, by climbing. So when the whole team goes climbing and does the, does the bungee jump, you get the most points. But okay. you can't, can't get everybody to jump, you lose points. Ah, so it's okay. also convincing your teammates yeah. to go for your team. So your team needs the points. So yeah. um, building up the culture in a team um, started up there. It was, yeah, it was without the ball. Um, we also did in the, it was a time trial. So it was like uh, we started downhill and it was a time, time trial for like one more minute 45. It was killing. It was killing. It was like, uh, it was um, the, the hill, the mountain, the forest. It was rainy. Um, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and it, it came down to character to go, but you were with a team. So they were with four and the first three who came in the first time and the third time, there was the total time yeah. of the teams. So the fourth, okay. they could let go. Okay. Um, but you get a bonus when everybody came in at the, at, at the same time. So all four. Um, all four. Yeah. Um, so we tried to build a team outside of the pitch to to be connected, to stimulate each other, to help each other, uh, and also yeah, sleep in the same tent eh, because we were on tents. Uh, yeah. But also in the in the rest of the season, these guys are in the same group of materials. Okay. So they have to fix the material, they do the balls, get the cones outside, uh, the they get the bips outside. So they prepare the session in in kind of the materials. Um, so these groups are still the same. Um, but when someone fails, we have a, a spinning wheel and the okay. whole, the whole group has to spin the wheel. So it's like 25 push-ups or suicide yeah, yeah. rods. And, um, one of, uh, are the coaches uh, still part of the team? No, 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 okay. they, now, <laughs> no, 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 it's a, it's a car wash. That's uh, <laughs> they can help. They can do the car wash for the coaches. Okay. Uh, that's, that's one. And, uh, so it's also a little bit like fun. Yep. It's not like you get a fine, you get fifty euro fine if you're not in the in the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's more like you feel responsible for your team. Um, and then when when you feel responsible outside of the pitch, I believe you can feel responsible inside the pitch. And yeah. of course, it's about vision of the kids. If they see, if they if they are needed, if they have to take responsibility, it's, that's also in the game. Uh, but outside of the pitch, they know where they can take responsibility. Yeah, and they've been through something some fun and then tough elements together which connects them which yeah. connected you with the group with your small group but the staff all came yeah. together with the stories from the group so everybody got to know the players i can imagine in different circumstances mm. um, and, and maybe the most <laughs> important thing over there was um they're all like 16 17 18 so some of them they go to a bar or to a disco or uh, and in the in the place we stayed, there was a DJ in the in the evening, and there was nobody else but we. Yeah. But the stage was ours. Cool. And everybody was dancing and and screaming and singing and rapping and and I was like, wow, hey, they're they're having fun with each other. And yeah, yeah. this is not something we created. They created it by themselves because we didn't know there was a DJ. And um, we said, hey, wow, we're we're. In a coronavirus, it's ending. We're done. Everybody is. They were tested negative. Everybody, so they could dance and they could go. 
and that was like, hey, wow, this is a real, real good, um, um, good atmosphere for for creating a group. Yeah, and is it is it in your opinion even more important for this kind of team because you are sometimes splattered all over the place because some uh, there is not a lot of times that you are together. So this 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 phase in the preseason really connected them and. When they come together back again, or somebody comes back from the first team, or something, somebody goes, whatever, they still have that 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 experience that they can rely on. Yeah, uh, especially now we got two players who moved up to the to the first team, but they're still on the list for materials. Oh, yeah. So cool. and they, they still do it. No, but they have to fix it, or they have to to communicate. They're not in because maybe ah, okay, they have yeah. a different day off, or uh, they have. A morning session and we have an afternoon session but they still need to communicate because they're on the list so yeah. they still feel to they still have to be connected with the team yeah yeah and otherwise they have to spin the wheel ah cool so th so there there's a connection so even though okay maybe they at one point their competitor comes back or whatever then they get placed back to the u21s which obviously yeah. feels that way there is yeah. like a friendly connection there that it makes it easier to for them to play for the U21s again because that's where they're still connected to. That I can imagine that, that uh, works like that a little bit. Yeah, it's it is. Um, but we also mentioned this is your house, so okay. you're training <clears throat> with the first team. But this is your house, our our dressing room. It's your house, so you're here. Uh, you're you're still welcome, of course. Uh, but every rule we have, it's your rule. So okay. what happens in the first team? Okay, that that's what they do. But these are the rules of this house, and you're in our house. You're still in the house, and uh, um, you, you still need to follow. Yeah. Um, and one of the bigger things is they want to be in our house because we want to qualify for the 1B competition. Yeah. Um, so the, there's a team goal. Uh, so being good together, uh, feel like a team, be responsible for each other. Um, but the main goal is also developing of the players to get in the first team. Um, And the other main goal is qualify for 1B. So everybody is involved in reaching that goal. Yeah. So just for for the people that are listening, 1B, there uh, you can qualify uh, for the uh, we can call it, let's say the second league of Belgium, where you can yeah. play next year with the U21s, which which could be a huge step for the club, but especially also for these players because then they can play on the second level, so which is also a professional level of Belgium. Yeah, and and when you look at um, the age group right now, it's it's a U21, but we have like 16, 17 years old playing in the starting 11. Um, so it would, would be perfect for them to play in a professional level next year. And yeah. of course, they will be one year older, uh, but they also have one year more experience to yeah. to get in the 1B competition. Yeah, and they that one year is still relative because they will be playing men. Uh, who've yeah. been already pro or semi-pro for maybe 10, uh, 10 or more years, which is a completely different environment. Yeah, it's it's a combination. What you see, eh? you see the the experienced players with the the younger talents uh, playing in one B, the younger talents with the with the hope to promote to the one A, uh, and the older players who say, "Hey, this is my my level. I can play. I have fun." and I don't know about what they earn, but that, that's their level. They want yeah, to play yeah. and they can play. Um, and also to help the, the younger players to to launch their career. Yeah. Okay. Well, interesting. Interesting phrase. Let's go one step back because if we kind of go back in your career, 
which we're kind of doing now. So let's continue that. So this is this is your main learning points and how you started in these uh, six months at Anderlecht. Before that, you were at Ajax. How long were you at Ajax? Uh, four seasons. Yeah, four, four seasons. Season. Yeah, uh, which is well. Now you're at one of the biggest and best academies of Belgium. Ajax is uh, is probably the best academy in the Netherlands, or maybe even the best academy in Europe. Um, yeah. If you look back on those four years, what was the main thing that you learned there? Um, the main thing was working together with specialists. Okay. Um, so specialists in a performance way, when you look at the, the performance coaches over there, um, real high standard in how they develop young athletes in power training, running, um, coordination, but also making a transfer to the pitch, uh, like defending 1v1 turning, uh, being your toes, ready to jump, ready to drop, uh, body language, but also yeah. in the moment you turn to be strong in your upper body, so you, you, you win the duels. Like how they did it, it's like really specialist and um that's in the in a performance way but also in a medical way when you look at the policy they follow in uh especially in the in the u14s and u16 you have a lot of players with growth spurt um and if you you see how they they develop schedules for them to get them back in the group um they're all specialists and and they got a lot of specialists eh? so it's not only what you see here is like every team has uh, one physiotherapist and I are like two. And in the weekend, they have a, have a special physiotherapist for warm up. Um, it's, 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 it's way bigger than, than we have here. But um, uh, when you look at the amount of specialists, it was, yeah, that was, that's what I've learned to, to get the best circumstances for the talents. You need specialists. And yeah. um, when you look at the football part, um, I had uh, Julian Jenner, Yes, uh, the old winger from AZ yeah. and Nock uh, um, played Olympic Fam- games. Famous scissors. The famous scissor. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he, he would laugh if he would hear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Steven Pina, who is now the U18 assistant, he assisted me for like 15 or 16 months. Uh, Frank Korpersoek, the Telstar legend. Yeah. Um, but uh, in, a, in, a, in a special way, also uh, Gerald Vandenberg, when he came back at Ajax, he came back at my team to assist it, uh, at the U16s. Um, wow. When you look at his experience as a player, but also the way he can execute um, the 1v1s, uh, that's special. So um, when you look at the smaller club, Heerenveen, you're on your own. You, you had to be the specialist in everything. Yeah. Uh, at Ajax, you were surrounded with specialists and you need to coordinate the right program for the talents. So everybody gets the right attention in the way they... Uh, have their own plan. Eh? Every, every player at Ajax has have their own plan. Toekomst uh, plan, how they mention yeah, it. The future. Um, yeah, and, and and every specialist has his own role in the plan of the of the kit of the player, and that's that's what I uh, picked out the most there. So, if I can hear correctly, even even with your, if I can make a connection with the with your underlift story, there's there's you you are very aware of. Of let's say the knowledge around you and how to use it and how, at least you try, uh, you yeah. try to trust on it and you, uh, you, yeah, you you are aware that you do maybe maybe this is an assumption of me but you are aware that you do not know everything, so you need to use everything around you to create the best environment for the players. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's it. Completely true. Um, even though I think I am, um, I developed myself in in several parts. So I'm not saying you don't know anything. Huh? That, no, 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 no. I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> but uh, like, uh, for example, I I have a, a extremely talented winger right now, and um, we were talking about taking a corner when you're an Ajax player, and you have to take the corner in the cup. Yeah. Everybody's gonna scream at your mother, or they're gonna yeah, they're gonna yeah. scream at you, and it's 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 not nice. They're gonna what they're gonna say, but still, you got to stay focused for your best corner of the match. How do you how do you do it? Uh, and and then you look at hey, which specialist can can support me? And you know, uh, Stephen Pinar, he played Arsenal Everton several times. He yeah. scored the winning goal for Everton against Arsenal in the in the Emirates. Like yeah, hey Steve. How did you solve it? How did you? Re- I, said, I don't know. I, I'm. I'm. And so also their experience and like, yeah, what you say right now, I never experienced like that. I only did. I only had to do my job, getting my routine, getting my, uh, getting the task I had, but getting out of the surroundings. Um, yeah, but how 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 I did? I don't know. So that's also. Uh, learning from uh, players who like with Everton or Dortmund or like Vanenberg. And in it's also career. maybe different than when the player of, let's say the U15 player, or now you have a U17 talented guy that, you know, okay, he's, he's feeling pressured. It's a different story than maybe than you tell it or when the club legend yeah. or the guy that has been there tells it. So, you know, okay, Steven, can you please talk to him about these moments? Yeah. That's, that's kind of what, kind of what you do then. Yeah, yeah. Try to use their experience to um, to introduce it at the kids. Yeah, yeah. If I think it, because there are probably a lot of coaches maybe listening that are that don't have maybe a legend around them, but at any club, you can use this as well because there's maybe yeah. a first team player of the local team you can ask, or uh, some guy that you know that had been played or there's always a connection to some specialist out there, but you just have to find it yourself. Yeah. But um, when you look, I'm, I use YouTube a lot. Um, like on YouTube, you see a lot of interviews with, with yeah. players. And I'm, I'm using one from uh, Steven Gerrard uh, uh, when he became an uh, uh, academy coach at Liverpool. Uh, they asked him about like giving up as a talent. I said, you can't give up at Premier League level. You can't give up at Champions League level. You're out. And even though yeah. they they are better, the next day you got to think about it, and you have to go go in again, and you have to go harder to beat your own teammate, to be above your own teammate. And how he explained it, and especially the way his English, in his the way he talks English, and uh, yeah. um, it, it really got me there in um, how he sees an academy player. And, and I just before this session, I had a meeting with uh, with, with Vincent Company about you can train the structure, you can train all eff- emphasis you want, you can train. But what happens when there is a chaos? Yeah. What happens um, when something is going on you don't control? So you got to show personality. You, you got to be there, and you got to play with your heart and also with your brains. But you got to stand up. And um, uh, we had a good conversation about um, having structure to get in chaos, but having the personality to step back, overview, 
and get back in your routine. Um, and that was, uh, yeah, when now at top level, you can discuss it. But like 10 years ago, I was like, yeah, it's a mistake. Uh, hmm, next ball has to be better. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. now you get tricks and, 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 and also the principles of play you use to, to get them in the right, uh, in the right routines. Yeah. And what is a way that maybe during sessions or you kind of create those moments? Is it, for example, making an, a wrong decision as a referee because you want to see how they reply uh, or yeah. how they react? Or is it uh, creating chaos by not not uh, giving a foul or whatever? Is, is that the kind of moments that you use? Yeah, the, the, the bad referee is old-fashioned, I think, but yeah, you still yeah. use it. Um, but also in, in load sessions... To create load, um, we always start with a new ball. So even though it's a foul, it's a goal, we every time we start with a new ball. So every yeah. time they need to to uh, solve the 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 problem. Yeah. Um, so yeah, starting a new ball, but also using rules, changing rules in the game. One touch, two touch rules. Um, and I, I don't prefer the one touch rule, but it's more like. Can you, you 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 can use the two touch, but in the two touch, it's also one touch you can use because we yeah. want to play in a high rhythm. Um, every time to change rules, I think that's the best way to train a chaotic to, to create a chaotic, chaotic session. Yeah. Got me thinking about the situation that uh, Bastian Riebersma told me once that on talent days, they of course they have small side games or whatever to see if you are a good player. But they always put one shuttle run test at the end, and the mm -hmm. player that uh, runs the longest or comes the comes uh, comes yeah well reaches the highest level also goes yeah. through to the to the next to the next Because round. Because he, he has the mentality. To, he has to the get killer that. mentality yeah. that to, to yeah. achieve whatever he wants. For example, well, yeah. so well, but that's also. also What I picked up from 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 the I've, I've been in Herefain for 12 years in total, um, and in the end I was responsible for the talent days to organize the talent days, um, and the warm up was always yeah um, uh, I don't know the 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 translation ticket I didn't see ah so no. tag playing tag yeah 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 so um, we always played so we could see how how kids uh, uh, were running looking back. Uh, falling down, standing up, um, only only to see how uh, coordinate if their coordination was. And um, in the end, we said, we always said, even though they were seven years old, we have a 30 meter sprint, and we want to see who's the who's the fastest. Yeah. Like no no scout has to see every every scout can see which is the fastest. Yeah. yeah. Um, so some some tricks to to get some information about the kids. Yeah, and also probably 30 minutes is pretty long for a young kids. So you also see okay yeah. who's going to, who's willing to win. Who's yeah. It's it's okay. It's a, maybe a little bit of of an uh, of a of a simple psychological or mental test, but it works. It works. Yeah. 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 It is. Yeah, it, it's interesting because. If I look back, we did maybe a shuttle run test maybe twice a year, and uh, yeah, it's not. It wasn't really about the results. It was more okay who has the willingness yeah, to show themselves. Yeah, yeah. And there was also always this kid from the second team. He was an amazing athlete. wasn't the best player, but it, it, maybe it wasn't really the right effect. But he always wanted to show that he was the good athlete there, so he always won it. Mm -hmm. um, 
but it said something about his potential. And then, okay, when it came down to playing, uh, he was never really that great. So I, I never really used him at the first team, but he was always <laughs> an example. Okay, guys, you all think you're a good player, but this is also what you just can reach just by motivation. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay, so, so you have a lot of specialists around you. Um, well, especially, let's say, the last four and a half years. Um, now even more than before. Yes. What is your own specialty, actually? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think it's it's my human side. Okay. To to feel the coaching stuff, to organize the coaching stuff, um, to even though when I don't agree, I get it on the right way. So everybody stays motivated and every everybody stays focused in the plan we have. So I think it's more like. Um, the management side, I think, in 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 my personal way, I think that's a it's a quality, uh, and also amongst the players, um, I think they feel that I'm a, I'm a warm person. Yeah. Um, they can feel they can come with problems. They I will always twenty four hours a day. I will help them, um, and they also know I got two young kids, and they know I got two daughters. And uh, last uh, two weeks ago, I I took them to the training session. Cool. And they also seen the the daddy, so it's not yeah, only yeah. coach Robin, but also the daddy Robin. And it was like, hey, shit, he's also like walking hand in hand with two girls, and he, yeah. one he, he can also laugh. And he, no, no, he can <laughs> laugh. Yeah, no, no, they know, they know I can laugh. But also, uh, my my daughter came on the pitch and she said, "Daddy, I want to kiss," and everyone was like, "What is he doing?" Yeah, yeah. I was like, "This is my human side. I'm I'm also a daddy. I'm I'm a proud daddy." Um, and 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 they were like, oh shit, yeah, oh he's a kind man. Um, that's that's what they felt, and that's what they said. Oh, like, oh, you, your daughters were great, and yeah, uh, yeah. but that's that's also I think uh, they see the the human side. But when we come to the the context of football playing, they can also see I'm really in detail. I have very high demands. Um, so when it's in behavior or when it's when it comes to tactics. I got really high standards. So it's the mix, I think, between the human side and also the um yeah, the 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 hard side in what we demand. Yeah. So the tasks and this and the, the yeah. that you that you ask from them or yeah. Yeah because I'm, I'm really strict and maybe sometimes it will be too hard, but that's something I believe in. And two minutes later they say, Hey, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. There's a balance if I hear it. Okay, you are hard on the content, but you're soft on the person. Well, soft, but yeah. you're you're honest and soft on the person. Yeah, that's which it. is which is kind of what you hear nowadays is maybe the most important factor in being a good coach and also being a successful coach, because we've already been talking for forty two minutes, and we haven't talked tactics, we haven't talked playing principles. It's all human connection, leadership. Uh, maybe I'm also. A, asking that way a little bit but if you would have found tactics very important you would have put it in somewhere um is it almost that coaching is okay uh tactics training sessions knowing football is is let's say your benchmark it's what you need as knowledge to do this job but to to practice this job pretty well to become a good coach you have to focus not you have to focus you have to be good at the other side as well, maybe even more. I think so. I think so. Um, of course, you need a, a tactical load. So 
even though we play in a 4-2-2-2, um, when we play a 4-3-3 or last week we played a, a 5-3-2, um, you're going to know the solutions. So, But how are you going to tell it? How you give them confidence to solve it? How you get them uh, motivated to to, uh, to run as fast as they can, uh, to believe the plan? I think it's it's more than only the technical skills you need because I think a lot of people have the technical skills. Everybody knows how to solve uh, a high wing back uh, to play fullback to fullback. Everybody know. I think everybody knows a solution to fix it. You can follow the winger to the wing back, or you can have a jump from wing back to wing back. Everybody can find a solution, but uh, get them in the right trigger at the right moment, at the right place, with the with the right aggression. I think that's that's people management and also giving players the the right uh, uh, right feeling in in what they are in the team. Yeah. Okay. How do you want the coaches? Well, yeah, no, I'm not going to ask you. I kind of already think how you want players to see you as a coach that knows football, but also ask how their mother is uh, when they need when it's needed. That's kind of, maybe just maybe it's a short summary, but it's kind of the impression yeah. that I have. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, like uh, Louis Vachal, eh? the total yeah, the yeah. total principle. Um, I'm I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm yeah. like Van Gaal. Not at all. I think, uh, but I believe in uh, in the principle of, uh, behind the player. You got to know yeah. behind the player, and uh, I dare to say I know a lot. I don't know everything, um, but every player needs their own approach. So yeah. you got to know something about the players, and um, some of them are visual. Some of them are um, only in the situation on the pitch to see the context. Um, so everybody has his own way to learn, and uh, uh, so you, I think as a coach, you you need to be on the social side. Yeah, and is there a difference in? No, there is a difference in approaching the the several ages because U thirteen players is different than a U twenty one player. What is the main difference if you if you go through the ages? What's you what was your different difference in approaching them? Uh, if you look at the, maybe the three age groups that you've worked in, or the three categories, let's put it like that. Yeah. Um, I think the, the the main difference was the connections between players. So at the U13s, uh, you were busy with connecting two players with each other, maybe three players with yeah. each other. In the U15, U16s, you were connecting like five or six together. And now in the in the U21s, um, you have to connect eleven players. Yeah, and that, I think that's the the, the main main thing. Uh, what I've I've learned in the in the in the past few years, um, especially in the U13s, when you lose the ball, it's not directly a counterattack. <laughs> they need to control the ball first. They play yeah. the ball, and maybe you got a new new pressing trigger to go, or they make a mistake. And um, yeah, but now when you lose the ball, it's directly a counterattack. So you need 11 players to react on one moment. Um, and, and yeah, that's the main thing I, I really learned uh, the past few years. Is that both tact tactical, but also let's say in the relationship that you have to um, that that players in a U13 team maybe connect with two, three, four players of their team, uh, mm -hmm. and because of you need because of the the urgency that you need to connect 11 players on the pitch, that you also need to find a way to connect those 11 or 16 or whatever amount. Uh, in let's say a relationship way as well. 
Um, yeah, or is it purely, purely, let's say, football content-wise that that's more important? Yeah, um, you know, at at Herfein, they 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 were like after the game they go home and play together because yeah. they were twelve, thirteen, and they go play. When they are fourteen, fifteen, they go out, go out and chill. So that's a yeah, big yeah, difference. Yeah. Uh, and here in the U twenty ones, they go out for dinner. Yeah, together. And they go to a bar or they go to an event together. Uh, so that's that's the big difference because now they drive cars and uh, some of them have girlfriends and one of them is already a daddy. So they have different lives as the U12s. Um, but when you look at the, the U12... So it almost sounds opposite. So, so it almost sounds opposite that there's almost a group connection when the U13s, when they don't maybe less have it on the pitch and then when they grow older it's kind of flipping the opposite that when they become older they more have their own lives while yeah. they need each other more on the pitch yeah yeah it is it is and also because they are professional so and they also got another focus so the u13 is having there's a going a plane like hey wow it's klm yeah, and, cool. in, in, <laughs> and especially when you're in amsterdam it's <laughs> there are a lot and especially where i came from you don't see planes <laughs> 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 um and uh um now here in the u21s um they come on the pitch and they're really focused yeah. because they're in, the, in their final steps of being a professional football player so they also know they need the other players to 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 reach their uh goal they yeah. know it so that's also to get connected you need the 11 but outside of the pitch you see always groups of like four or five players connecting with each other um um sometimes you oh you see that launch it's always the same groups together so i, I don't think that's that's the big difference when you're a u13 or u21 you always see the groups yeah, yeah okay. um, it's a little bit more childish in the u13s yeah <laughs> yeah can imagine okay and then um uh well you've been through this process you as a u13 uh, 11 years at Herfein, you learned everything there uh yeah. and um what what is the way that you learn or how do you learn okay for, for, i realize that you learn by doing because yeah, you st at one point you, all of a sudden you're on a pitch with a with a bag of balls and some cones and you're a coach yeah uh, but then as you progress um yeah you become more and more serious and is was there a way in this last maybe 10 years that you okay i read books or i sit down or i look at mentors or uh, or coach, coach that already been. What was the way for you to to, yeah, to enhance your skills? Um, I'm not that kind of a, a book reader. No, um, I, I don't have the patience to sit down and read a book. I try to do and holiday. Now you have two or, girls. Now it doesn't work anyway at all. No, it's like when they go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I, that's what I read. <laughs> um, but the, the 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 best thing for me to learn is look and learn. Okay. Um, so at Ajax, I was always looking at uh, at Erik ten Hag's sessions uh, before Marcel Kaiser was the head coach. I looked at his sessions. Yeah. Uh, at Herenveen, Johnny Janssen, the head coach now what, was, was the that, that. Was there a way? Okay, you knock on the door. Can I join? This? Can I be on the pitch? Or was it like on the side? You were just finding your own time to. Okay, I prepare yeah. a session early in the morning, so I have time to look around. Is that kind of yeah, the way it goes? It. Yeah, that's it. And um, at Herenveen, I was involved. Like you were the U13 coach, but you're also assisting at the U19 of U21 or U17. So 
working with the football school, the, the academy underneath yep. uh, the youth academy. Yeah, so the pre-academy, uh, like seven, I think. Yeah. yeah, the pre-academy. It's like 7 till 12. So you have to work with that. Then you have your own team, 11, 12 years old. Um, then you came up to the 17 years old, you 18s uh, to train with, or you 21s. So you got experience with a lot of uh, uh, yeah, um, age groups. Yeah. And especially also a lot of coaches because uh, at Heerenveen you had Timo Klompen, you had uh, Johnny Janssen, Jeffrey Talan, Jan de Jonge, all different coaches. Uh, at Heerenveen we had uh, Tron Soljet, a Norwegian yeah. coach who yeah. won the cup uh, with Heerenveen. Also a different approach. So you look at that. Uh, then Erik ten Hag, um, uh, Marcel Keizer, um, but also looking at Dave Vos and Sean Heitinga at, uh, yeah. at Ajax with the uh, U17s, U18s. Uh, for me, for me, it was like, really like uh, watch and learn, and uh, and especially try after what what you've seen. Try to do it. Is it in my philosophy, or or do I need to adjust my philosophy to edit it, edit, or always thinking about is it does it fit with me, or is it only for this coach? And uh, was there a specific maybe moment or experience, or what? Maybe a specific coach that you said, okay, yeah, that was the guy that I that sparked something or that really inspired me or maybe a specific moment. Was there, was, was there something like that? Um, no, I really, I always enjoyed the sessions of Alfred Schroeder. Yeah. Um, always implicit. Eh? So a lot of rules, um, a lot of transition games, quick uh, movements, um, handling with the ball. So um, that's what I can remember. Because when at Ajax, our, uh, the school building was n- near to the yeah, main yeah, pitch of the first yeah. team, so we were down in the in the canteen over there, and we could see from t- from up top, we could see the sessions, and uh, I really enjoyed the way he uh, his behavior in the session. He was always relaxed, always know the rules, um, and always changing the rules. So that was m- one of my my best uh, inspirations to to think about that. And was it that something? Okay, you saw that, and the day after you would apply it yourself. Yeah, with different numbers or a different age group or uh, bigger goals. But the way they used several goals in one session to have more transition moments, uh, yeah, I used it in my uh, in my career. Yeah, he, he, he could have been, I don't know, as an assumption again for me, but he could have been influenced by Nagelsmann, of course, which you worked with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, which is pretty much a chaos, um, how do you say it, uh, front man. He, he, we know, all know that he uses that a lot. Uh, that I, if I hear it, it's kind of what I'm hearing as yeah. well. Yeah, it's, it is. It is. And uh, not at Nagelsmann, it was, I think, at Hoffenheim, yeah. it was in a 5 3 2. At Ajax, it was in the Ajax system. And I don't know if the Ajax system, hopefully, we're going to see in, in one minute now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The the Ajax system is still the Ajax system of like twenty years ago because it's it's more flexible, it's more movements, the wing backs up and the wingers inside, and it's it's more diverse. But um, because of the the chaos uh, uh, theory, uh, players know what to do. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Okay, so so you say you're not a reader. Uh, mm-hmm. maybe not you're still not and kids don't help reading I can say from experience it's not the right books <laughs> no, you, you read completely different books if you have kids <laughs> which has nothing to do with football but more with dinosaurs or whatever or you have girls Barbies, uh, Barbies everything that's pink that works yeah. um, uh, but nowadays okay you are in a, in a crazy schedule 
it's working 10, for, 10 to 14 hours a day. I can imagine, well, you just told us as well. Do you find moments to sit down and, and okay, I, I really want, yeah, I need, I need to keep feeding myself with knowledge. Is it, is it pre-season or outside of season or is it, can you still do it during the week? I can still do it during the week. Um, especially also as a coach for your license, you need points. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm I always a looking strong for... opinion about that system, but it's very something <laughs> completely different. Me too. Me too. <laughs> but, um, it's, it's more like now I, I, I just finished, um, uh, a course about game principles. Uh, it, it took me like eight hours and everybody yep. would say like it's eight hours and oh, I will finish it in 45 minutes, but I really took the eight hours to finish it, to yep. read everything, to learn everything, um, uh, because it's interactive. It got my attention because it was with yep. video, with text, and that that got my attention. So I was really focused in the in the game principle uh, theory of the of the course, uh, even though it gave me some points for my license. But also, even though if I don't get the points, I think even though I would follow it. Yeah. So that, that's that's my kind of learning uh, in this in the way we do, and also like the the half hour before this session, I yep. was with uh, with Vincent. We spoke about uh, the final four in in switch of play or press on the ball. What do you expect from the final four? Uh, and we were looking like like twenty different videos from from several games, um, sessions of Man City, sessions of Anderlecht, sessions of Barcelona, um, looking at the final four and um, discussing with with Vincent and his staff, uh, with Craig Bellamy also. Um, yeah, that's also inspiring to to get in uh, to, and to learn. Yeah, so your daily work gives you a lot of new insights as well. Yeah, can it can also a new club. yeah, a new club, new age group. That that's a lot of new insights that that are going to push you towards becoming better any any day. I think. Yeah, especially yeah, of course, yeah, it is, it is, and yeah. also the the culture in the club, uh, the 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 coach in in Belgium is 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 a little bit higher in the hierarchy than in in Holland. Okay. Um, so in the club, everybody's hey coach, hey coach, how are you doing, yeah. coach? Well, I, I'm like, hey, call me Robin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm Robin. I'm I'm a normal dude. Uh, talk to me like I'm I'm I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. normal. Talk to my assistants, but yeah, the coach is is something different here. Yeah, and he also has the like the captain arms band around your uh, yeah, your arm, the right? The, so those small things, yeah, they have. A, yeah, but also a... everybody, also the assistant have a red one, the medical ah, have okay. a yellow one, and uh, the delegate have uh, as the Belgian flag. So. Um, Everybody has uh, has his own uh, color. Yeah, cool, cool. Okay, I don't well, know. I don't know why. Because why uh, should you? I don't know either. It, it could be clearer. Maybe that you know. Okay, this is the head coach. He, he's allowed to stand up and shout. Maybe it makes it more clear. But on the other, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But when you check the papers, you know who's the head coach. Yeah, and if it, and on like the other hand, is. if you have a good assistant coach that that says something decent when he stands up, he should be allowed to do as well. Is is my yeah. opinion. But uh, yeah. if there are six people, okay, that's maybe a little bit a lot. But uh, yeah, I think so. But then, as a head coach, you're not in control. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Okay, Robin. I think I think we covered already a, a lot. Um, mm -hmm. I like the way how you've kind of progressed and how it give you gave you the experience on managing staff. Uh, finding knowledge around you and maybe we didn't go too much into detail that you had to do everything yourself at the early stages but we could uh, could do that could uh, could do that maybe uh, some other time um 
you have a seven minute bike ride to go back to home uh, i think yeah, i'm back car right now because it's ah, you're with the car so you took yeah. the easy option no no you're right. <laughs> I, i'm glad you took this <laughs> because otherwise option. otherwise we would have been uh with the barbie songs in the background but uh <laughs> no for the people who are listening in 10 minutes ix plays uh, dortmund or dortmund yeah. plays ix so that's why we took this moment and uh well, well, well we as dutch guys hope that ix was doing well uh but i want to thank you for your time we talked uh, about some nominations, uh, but we, well, we're kind of finding the right one or we have to find the right one to go. So we won't go into the names yet. We, this time we won't put any pressure on you. Sometimes we, on, <laughs> on, on you or the people that are nominated, sometimes we do, but this time we won't. Press managers. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I will hear from you if, uh, if it will succeed and we'll find a way. Yes. Um, any, uh, any last words or last uh, statement towards the coaches that are listening? Or did we say everything? No, I think um, especially for the for the younger coaches, I think you need to develop re, re, develop as a as a specialist in everything. So uh, what I see right now, I'm in, in in the sports code, so I'm clipping my own videos. Yeah. Uh, I'm preparing the old sessions, but I also discuss uh, with my physical coach about training load uh, because I think. I know a lot about it, so I need to discuss about it because I need to have the best program for the for the players. And if he can get me the best program, I won't discuss it. But yeah. if I think it's not good enough because I think different, he needs to co- to 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 come in with some some good uh, good ideas to get me on a on a different idea than he has, or than I have. Yeah. Um, so, um, so you I kind of have to be, let's say, let's say. A matching or an equal discussion partner for your specialist, because otherwise you you cannot. Well, you don't have to control them. That's not what it's about, I think. But you have to be a sparring partner for them as well, and you have to be able to to ask them the right questions. I think that's kind of what I'm hearing. It is, it is. yeah, and that's that's why I would say to the young coaches, um, don't only int- be interested in in how to play four three three against a four two 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 or in, against a five three two. Of course, it's important to know. I think yeah. it's one of the most important things to know. But also, uh, what I just said about um, video analyzing, um, how to organize video analyzing, how to organize your stuff, how to um, organize your set pieces. I got a set pieces coach, yeah. um, and, and especially Vincent, he has a consultant also as a set pieces coach. He's really specialist. Um, yeah, you, you gotta get yourself informed about set pieces so you can have an open and clear vision uh, with your set pieces coach. Yeah. Okay. So even though you're at your local energy club, you're training the U15, you can already get into some details about there's some orientation on all these things. Yeah. I, I noticed the same when I, when I moved up to the first team, even though it was a club, we had a video analysis. So I, I, I needed to know how that worked. We had all of a sudden a GPS uh, material. Yeah. So I could, so, even at that level, these faci- these things are becoming more and more common. So you you need to know what you're talking about. I think that's that's yeah, amazing. You, I think it's time to invest. Yeah, so it's time and and now uh, it's quick time uh, to 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 cut all the the videos. Yeah. Um. You don't. Have, uh, I have a, a sports coat. It's expensive for for amateur club for local clubs. Uh. But for professional clubs, you need it to to have uh, a, a good workflow with your players uh, so create databases. But uh, like for today, I just saw my, my ring uh, bell. Uh, I ordered a drone. Okay, cool. And I invested 
in a drone because I want to record my sessions. Yeah. Um, so it costed me like 800 euros. Uh, but I think it will help me to have a better analysis of the training sessions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it costed me money, but I think you need to invest in your career. Yeah. Great. Well, that's a great uh, uh, ending of this. Where, whatever, in what stage of your career you are, you need to start investing in knowledge and what and start Equipment. with maybe the small physical things and try things in your sessions and then move from there and and sometimes it leads to an interesting specialization for yourself as well um and you could have and you can you can end up being a consultant in a specific topic or if you follow let's say your path you know how to talk to everybody that is a specialist because you know something about but you don't know any de every detail, but you know how to talk to them and you know how to to push them to a higher level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay, it. great. That's it. great. Okay, great, great ending, uh, Robin. Thank you. Okay, You're thank you welcome. for this time. For, and uh, well, uh, we hope uh, that Ajax beats uh, Dortmund with uh, with big numbers again. We'll see. Yeah, do you you know, you eighteen did a good job this uh, afternoon. So I I didn't see the score, but uh, 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 yeah, zero one. Ah, okay. So they set a good example. Yeah, that's it in a good example. So hopefully okay. they follow. Okay. Robin, thank you. Speak soon. Yes. Thanks. Bye-bye.